0: What's going on everybody, this is your host Shashank and in today's episode we got a very special guest and if you're in the field of the UX UI design, the chances are you already know her. So Miriam Isaac is joining us in the today's episode and if you don't know, she got interviewed by the Instagram itself when they launched design. She is one of the main accounts you have to follow if you're in the field of the UX UI designing. And she also got featured in many other big platforms as well. So let's not waste any other time and and let's get this started. Okay, so here we are guys with the Miriam Isaac and this is the episode I'm most excited about. Well, Miriam, you are quite famous, but still for the few listeners who don't know you, just introduce yourself, please.
1: Hi, <laughs> uh-huh,
2: I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, hi, I'm Miriam. Isaac. I'm a UX designer. I've been working in this industry for about, wow, gosh, maybe 10 years now. Um, You know, started off downloading websites from the internet, trying to figure them out, Um, you know, in code editors and re-uploading them via FTP. And over the course of the years, you know, um, responded to ever-changing technology and became a UX designer. And as you know, I have my Instagram community that, where I love to give back to the design community from i learned so much online myself i'm very much a self-taught designer and it for me it's i feel so privileged that i'm able to give back and i feel so privileged that everyone you know i um, kind of likes my content so what can i say <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so this is the question i'm most excited about so and this is also the most serious question of this podcast Okay. So I want to ask you, how many Oreos you consume in a month?
2: Oh my gosh, I'm actually, okay, so <laughs> I do like my Oreos, but uh, I don't, I'm also on a diet, so of course I <laughs> can't eat that many, they were sweet. Um It's just so funny because that, that morning of Front Row, um, I was so busy that I just ate a few Oreos and people were like, what do you want? what did you have for breakfast? And I said Oreos and it kind of just stuck <laughs> uh,
1: Yeah.
2: And I think it was just one of those ways that people could connect with me and have something to like, you know, send me funny pictures or memes or make memes about me. And uh, it was just a great connector, I think, because everyone likes Oreos. And, yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> but I so, do... So...
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell me, tell me.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, but, you know, being... Of course, I'm a mom and I've got to be on a diet because, you know, I don't have, you know, good metabolism anymore. <laughs> I <still laughs> like an Oreo treat every so often. yeah.
0: <laughs> so what's the story between you and the Oreo? How it all began?
2: So it happened on Front Row. Um, so, of course, as you know, there was a conference with, where yeah. Ryan Hayward brought everyone together from the design community. Yeah. The for like this one like live stream you know yeah and i was very excited I'm, well i'm just a very excited person in general and um i think it was the first time people were really seeing me because i don't do that much video so yeah. people were like oh my gosh miriam she's so fun what does she have for breakfast this morning and <laughs> i said oh i had oreos i'm very honest even though that's not a great breakfast
1: yeah you
2: know, <laughs> eat a good breakfast and <laughs> i guess it stuck because it was so funny that i ate oros for breakfast and it was a great uh you know as i said it was a great um it was a funny kind of thing to connect that people could connect with me on yeah. and um you know it kind of just stuck i guess you know yeah
0: okay so I want to know what's the best and the worst part about your life right now? Like, what's the, the best, best and the worst thing about your life right now?
2: Um, I'm very grateful that I can, I have, a, I'm working from home, um, that I've been able to work from home during the corona crisis uh, because, of course, I'm a UX designer and our work yeah. can be done quite easily from home where yeah. other people, they, they can't, um, work from home it's just not possible you know if you're yeah. like a hairdresser you can't like it's very difficult this, this moment in time so I'm very grateful for that ability to work in high tech yeah um the worst part is you know of course like the corona crisis being the restrictions right now things have opened up in Israel more but the restrictions are difficult you know still going back to normal um still getting used to that and that's been a bit difficult
0: okay so I want to know a bit about your journey like uh, let's get back to the time when you're a child so a child yeah (laughs) (laughs) so tell me like uh, are you interested in the UX designing from the beginning beginning or it just happened after some time
2: Right. So when I was a child, I was like, this is like over 30 years ago. So there wasn't, you know, you <laughs> couldn't become, there was no dream to become a UX designer. Yeah, yeah. So, but I always liked art and design. I always liked drawing. Um. So I wanted to do, I knew I wanted to, to do something in the design world. So okay. eventually yeah. I decided to become a fashion designer. And, you know, okay. I was like making clothes from a young age and I was going to go, to art art school in London and I had a change of lifestyle like I got married and I moved to a different country and I figured you know I'll become a graphic designer Mm -hmm. because um, it's a bit more practical maybe a bit more you know easier way to kind of make money as a designer yeah Um, you know but it really wasn't (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) so I decided to learn web design so Hmm. I took some courses but also um you know really started reading stuff online there wasn't that much Mm -hmm. but there was a lot of like developers sharing what they'd learn and how to build websites and it was so interesting to me to you know to combine also in school I I did like science I did like math like um I had these like you know, there was definitely a point in my life where I was like, well, maybe I should go into, like, the sciences, because I was, I was good at that as well. Yeah. But, you know, okay. I also loved art as well, and what I liked about development was this combination of, you know, science and design. And that was super interesting for me, and I liked that back in those days, you could you could be a web designer yeah. and do both. You know, you didn't have the what has evolved into today is so much more. But back then, when you were just making like a five page website, you know, (laughs) you you could spend your days doing work, one day design, one day code and still, you know, but if you stayed up to date, which was also like a challenge at the time, staying up to date with the HTML5 and CSS3 and IE6, you know, um, support and all of these things eventually, I was hired by a local startup and there, there I really grew into like a UX manager okay. and, and because they also got acquired and they had like a big cash inflow and, and I saw this change in technology which with the mobile phone like I said guys we've got we've to be responsive we've got to support yeah. mobile and they were like made me crazy. No yeah. one shops on the mobile. And I was like, No, you're crazy. Everyone's gonna be shopping on the mobile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> And it's so funny in hindsight that I had this conversation because now it seems so
1: Yeah normal.
2: <laughs> these conversations were happening like seven years ago. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> So that's yeah, that's my journey really. And then after that, I just started doing um more stuff online and you know, being a more independent UX designer and but I'm very grateful that I had that period where I worked inside of a company and I was able to grow inside of a company, become a manager and have that experience as well.
0: Okay. So like, what's the reason behind building the community? Like You have a massive following on Instagram.
2: Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. It was really, it was really about like, I felt for me, I was like the early UX designer on the planet.
1: Like, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's I true did,
2: that's I, true i started quite early it's Quite funny. i started early but i was very like um you know back and forth with it i wasn't like sometimes i would post sometimes i wouldn't um it wasn't like you know post my drawings or post some work but you know not nothing serious just my mm-hmm. thoughts that i was really into like just meeting other ux designers online and making okay. those connections and then one day i was I was featured in like a list of people to follow on Instagram, and that's also when I started finding other people in the community, like Iwana of UX Ex Goodies and um, Lubos and, and, and Fisa you know. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, you also do this!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was amazing for me because I also that's like how I also found my own like community, and then. You know, from that I got a lot more like followers and they started to take it more seriously. Um, you know, and it really just it was very surprising. I didn't expect this at all and um very unexpected, but I'm I'm so grateful that, you know, people like my content and I'm so happy to give back to the community.
0: So basically it happened eventually. You never thought about it. Like I, I wanna build a community
2: no no nothing like that no
0: okay yeah <laughs> Great. It's so funny wonderful
2: because people will text will message me like like what what's the best time to post or like what do how do i get thirty thousand followers or yeah you know tell me tips and i'm like i don't know i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but they don't yeah. understand why yeah. i don't know these things and i'm like i you don't understand i just like I all know, i do I is do try provide, and provide, provide value, value and i don't Maybe, maybe there are better times to post. maybe there are better hashtags I should be using. Maybe I could have a lot more followers. I don't know um but I also but also like uh, you know for me, it's just about providing that good content and that helpful content and content that's original and not just like copying someone else's and I yeah. find that when I do that, people just they come they just find me somehow. you know,
0: yeah, so why do you feel like you need to provide content to the? Outside world
2: I like to give back to um because I'm very much a self taught designer yeah. and I'm very grateful yeah. for what I have today, which I know wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the web design community mm-hmm. who who were more into like blogging yeah. um but if ha- they hadn't shared their findings and their research and their how to I wouldn't be who I am today. And I'm very grateful for that. So I'm so happy that I get to give back.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's a wonderful mindset you got. (laughs) So uh, you got interviewed by Instagram, right? Yes. Uh, When they are launching design, right?
1: Yes, yes, that's true.
0: Okay. So how do you feel that day? And uh, why why they approach you?
2: I got this email right from Instagram from this from this woman from Instagram, and I thought this is not real like
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah I that's the it was first thing just, that like, comes to everyone right
2: so it's funny because I thought it was just another community that wanted to feature my work. I didn't quite understand it, but mm-hmm. then i I researched this woman online and I was like, oh, she actually works at Instagram, oh my God,. Like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and she was like okay we've chosen like six designers from around the world we want to feature you for UX design we want to feature one of your wireframes and she was like can we interview you and I was like this woman's like I didn't even I didn't even understand it I was just like just I'm always very much like I just go with the flow I'm like okay fine (laughs) (laughs) I didn't didn't think so she we, we got and of course she interviewed me and um she said okay it's gonna be out soon watch out for it we'll tag you i was like okay. <laughs> and then i was then it was hilarious that i would release the first post on Act design channel mm-hmm. and i was and i was so taken aback i was like oh this is what she meant oh my god i'm like oh my god i didn't even realize i didn't i was so take i was really flattered and but it was also one of those factors that really took my Instagram to the next level, you know, because uh, people were like, because it was like, it was mentioned in a lot of different blogs and people found me through that. You know, I've got people that tell me I've been with you since 4K um to now. And it, that was the moment of like 4K where I got, it was two things that happened being featured by Instagram and being featured on this like
1: who to follow
2: list. And, you know, so I've got dedicated, like, followers since
0: that period. Okay, so I want to know, like, did you ever see any downfall in the level of your excitement when you got featured these days in some big platforms uh, as compared to the beginning of your journey?
2: Well, yeah, I was always, like, very surprised. I was like, how do they find me? How do they know who I am?
0: (laughs)
1: Okay.
2: And it was um. I was always very flattered. Even today, I'm very flattered when someone finds me. I'm always like, "Well, how did you find me?" and They're like, you have you okay. have to to followers. People are what are yeah. following you." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I just, you don't even realize that you don't realize how many people are watching your content. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. realize how many people are watching you and are inspired by you. And it's such a big responsibility um you know that's overwhelming at times so i really take it seriously i really um you know each person that reaches out i really i, I take my, I do respond to the emails i do respond to the dms it might take me a bit longer nowadays because of the amount of mm. of requests i get but i i value everyone because everyone's their own person and has their unique journey And just like I gain so much from people who share their things for free and made my own career and support my own family, I know that my advice could potentially be doing that for another person.
0: Yeah. So do you think there's any particular moment in your life that changed your entire life?
2: Yeah, I mean, going into user experience and skilling up in a way, and being responsive to technology, instead of staying as like a graphic designer or web designer, but going into UX, trying to figure out the interaction, trying to figure out user-centric models and data, and using data to inform decisions, um, using like that whole period of my life, which was like, you know, really kind of doing on my own because no one was really sharing that. And then sharing that content online yeah it's changed my life you know
0: okay so do you have a team with you or do you just work like solo
2: so right now I'm solo but I do I do hope one day it's funny because before corona I was really considering hiring an intern and it's funny because people do think I have a team of people Mm -hmm. um but like corona just put everything on hold so eventually um I hope um to like have a team
0: yeah okay so right now you don't have any team
2: right now i'm just contracting just because of the economy right now i want to yeah you know yeah. I'm just going to contract a little bit now and you know uh, work remotely and then maybe uh, you know i think everyone you know everyone's plans have been held back a little bit yeah. you know so I'm, I'm just grateful that i have work and um you know i can wait i can wait like Like, it's fine. I want to, you know, be smart about this.
0: Okay. So I'm going to ask you, like, some people think, like, designing, you know, is all about, like, making things pretty. Okay. So, but it's about solving the problem, right? Yeah. So what's your, like, mind behind that? Like, what are your thoughts about this?
2: Right. This is a 100%, and it's certain designers have been, Facing and dealing with for a really long time, that they just bring in the designer at the last moment and they go, Oh, just make it look nice. Yeah. It's really about including the the designer early on in the conversation so that the design can answer which problem they're trying to solve instead of just like doing surface level, you know, because what happens is that people, the designer can really think in a different way. Yeah. To to uh, other people on the team. I'm not saying the designer can is going to solve the problem and is the yeah. main person to solve the problem. We shouldn't, you know. I see this problem sometimes in the design community where people think we need to lead the project and we, you know, everyone should come to us. No, I'm saying that we need to be part of the team, part of the discussion, and have you know and be part of that. And because I think it's all minds together to come towards this, you know, the solution together. And the designer can't be the end of the um, line. He needs to be included at the beginning, you know, at the first meeting, you know, and I'm seeing seeing this improve. You know, I'm seeing like, also developers should be brought in from the first conversation with the product manager or the client or whoever it is, or whatever stakeholder there is, because all these people can think Have their expertise and can think in different ways, and together they will they will come together with a good solution for the problem. Like no one does them on on their own. It's a partnership, you know. And if the designer is brought too late in the game, then it's just a shame for everyone because you're not getting that amazing collaboration. You're not getting that level of of problem solving that you could get. If you brought in the designer earlier, if you brought the developer in earlier, you can't get that if you do it too late and then you have deadlines and then you start and then you're just making, putting plastic band aids on everything. And it's just a you It's so much, I know it's sometimes there's ego and, and, and maybe there's mindset, but like, you know, we've got to move to like a better teamwork um, scenario.
0: Yeah, 100%. So I want to ask you, like, I'm kind of new in the world of, like, web development and designing. So I want to know what's the difference between a good website and a bad website? Or is there any good or bad website or is there just a website?
2: Well, a good website, a bad website would be one that I would come to and I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't understand what it is. I wouldn't know how to use it or where to go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's those It's, like, what this is, who this is, where should I go next? Like, you know, that I would say that's bad web design. Yeah, 100%. Um, Usability is really the foundation to good web design. And everything else kind of, like, is built upon that, like, the branding and, like, um, I would say usability is UX, so I would say, like, the branding and, you know, other stuff that, like, the design in terms of the UI. But really usability is, like, foundational for good web design. For good
0: work design, yeah. Okay. So in the beginning of your career uh, as a solo uh, UX designer, uh, I want to ask you how you find clients. I find
2: what? Clients. Clients? Yeah. So I would say you need to have like a portfolio of work. That's really important. Even if it's just stuff you made yourself, Mm -hmm. that's fine personal projects are great everyone likes those because it shows your creativity and um, i highly recommend you know you know when i first started i was just like making up websites you know
1: <laughs> yeah
2: so it's important to have a portfolio and it's important to be active on the social media channels i mean at the time i was it was more about email groups and specific like websites that you could go to like i guess there was like not fiverr but maybe there was like freelancer i was using i was using some of these gig platforms you know and um, that's how i found found clients originally okay um also just from the community like word of mouth like just tell people like oh i'm doing this i'm I'm a web designer i'm a ux designer like let me know if you know like maybe they don't know yeah maybe they don't need the service themselves or maybe they have a friend. You know, yeah. a lot of my clients do come from word of mouth. Um, okay. that's a really important referral. So just let everyone know: let your sister know, let your mum know, know, let your dog know, let your like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I got it. Okay. You know,
2: but then also nowadays I think it's so great that we have social media, yeah. and we can you know also use those platforms as well. But always have that like link to your portfolio and how people can contact you and the best way to contact you because. Otherwise, they're going to have DM here and a DM there, and a and a WhatsApp message, and a and a email, and <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so just, what's the
2: yeah. yeah? I'm just so clear, like this is how you can contact me. Yeah, and yeah, and put it in my to do's. You know.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, what do you think was the best platform for a designer or a developer? Well, I
2: would say. Uh. uh Oh my god, it's a good question. Because um, <laughs> it's so funny. Because there's so many ways you could gain. Yeah. Um, like thought leadership. I, I like Instagram. I've I found I've done quite well from Instagram. Um, okay. of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but
2: also, you can all, but also LinkedIn. Like like say when I'm looking for like right now I'm 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 okay in a project, but like when I want to say a new project. If I post on say LinkedIn saying, oh, hi, I'm looking for a new project, you know, things come in from LinkedIn. I find like LinkedIn is very good for like professional stuff, whereas like Instagram's good for like, you know, awareness and, and reach and making connections and relationships. Okay,
0: So I want to know, like some people still these days think like website isn't important for their business, okay? Uh, like they say, like, we don't need any website, so get out of there, okay? So, I want to know like, are websites really important or not?
2: They are really important. I think having a, it's, it's more about having an online presence. Um, yeah. Like, having being able for people to Google you is still really important. You know, I mean, it could be that you have, say, an Instagram account or you have, say, not really LinkedIn, but say, just a basic website that tells you what you do, but any any business that kind of wants to, but a new business venture, I would say you want to do it online, you know, because that's really, especially in our times, in our economy with the corona, like you know, you can't really go anywhere, so yeah. being online is really essential. I would say that it's you know, it's a game changer.
0: Yeah. So I want to know what are the mistakes you made throughout your journey like crucial mistakes like the bad ones
2: oh like getting emotional (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) like being really being like thinking that i am my work being really attached to my work being like you know being too defensive i think these are all mistakes but i think it's very common that young designers make mistakes
0: defensive in what way
2: like, say, like, I'll present work and they'll be like, no, can you change it? And I'll be like, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the best because X, Y, and Z. And yeah. I know because I know because I know. You know, because okay. I'm the designer.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, doing stupid stuff like that.
1: Okay. <laughs> so.
2: <laughs> Not being, like, time management. I think every designer struggles with time management. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's still something that I work on. To be honest, um, I'm still getting um, that. I find tough the time management, but I think it's it's still like being creative. Uh, you know, and like not having necessarily been good at great at time management, but like it's really something that we as creatives need to work on. And you know, it doesn't come yeah. naturally to us. Like the design is easy for us and it comes naturally, and we're good at it. You know, no one likes doing stuff that they're not good at.
0: Yeah, okay, so I want to know, like, uh, if someone isn't creative, like, how they should begin their journey as a web developer or graphic designer? Well, how to, following... like, build creativity?
2: Yeah, so i think following people on Instagram. People are really open with their information nowadays.
0: Yeah.
2: And you could definitely do, doing, like, tutorials. I think there's something called Daily UI, which I see a lot of people doing. Um, It's a challenge where like you're challenged every day to to create like a component or to create like a web page and doing practice, you know, makes perfect. So you do that every day, your skills are going to get better.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what's the one piece of advice you want to give to the new web developers or graphic designer?
2: Be nice to everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Don't, don't underestimate, like, always be aware of, like, your reputation, Um, you know, be aware of how you treat people, of course, do your job well, that goes yeah. without saying, like, do it well, work hard, but also, being a nice person really goes a long way, because it's very relationship-based, our work, you know, there's a lot of back and forth, and yeah. there's a lot of communication. Communication skills are really, really, really important. Yeah. I used to think work was the most important, but really it's about communication as well.
0: So I personally think like your communication skills are like on the God level. So,
1: oh, thank you. Yeah. I went hard on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know, like, uh, do you uh build it or it's just normal like it's just natural
2: i, I i've worked on it because i was really crap at it <laughs> oh,
0: okay okay so how you improve your communication skills
2: so through making a lot of mistakes but also yeah. <laughs> <laughs> through a lot of books i like to read a lot um i don't know if you know that but i share a lot of books online and I, yeah i really you know i being a self taught person, like I really believe in the power of books and the power of also watching online videos, like watching people communicate, um, mm-hmm. you know, in talks is really helpful. Um, so I like to watch a lot of conferences online or going to I used to go to conferences. Um I want yeah, just you know, yeah, say that. Yeah, that's um That's
0: it. That's how I do it. Yeah, relatable. (laughs) Okay. So I want to know, like, what's the reason uh, behind your creativity? Like, you are so creative. Everyone knows it. So how how you build it? It's just the practice or should it be something else?
2: I think it's a combination of practice, but also this, like, insane drive I have. I don't know where it comes from. And I try and, like it's funny like someone once asked me like how do you be so passionate and I'm like mm-hmm. I'm trying you're like less passionate because it gets me into trouble so <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I definitely yeah. have had feedback in my life where I was like too much or like I needed to turn it down but then someone was telling me no you just haven't found your tribe yet you just haven't found you know like some people don't like it when women are like too much or too passionate or too this or too that and people are going to push you down so it's about finding those right people as well um you know i would say working with good people really helps. having these also just like talking to people really drives me you know i get these lovely messages online and i really value them and it really pushes me to help people more because I love helping other people. I think, um, I don't know why, but it's what drives me.
0: Okay, so one last question, and this is not for the listeners, this is personally for me. So I want to know what one piece of advice you want to give to me.
2: (laughs) I would say work hard, don't be afraid of putting in the work, Um, you know, don't be afraid of asking questions yeah don't be afraid of um you know getting it wrong the the what you need like when I first started like just do it, just get it out there, just publish it, get the feedback yeah. you need um don't, don't get, get attached, attached to your to work show. and I just understand. um you know keep keep going gotta keep yeah. keep, going. keep going keep going, keep publishing like my first you know post had like one like or my first medium article had like four likes you know or my first Picture on like Instagram had like two likes, like just keep going, like keep
0: going. Okay, so thank you so much, Miriam, for joining me in my show, Getting Started with kumar And it's really an epic conversation, and I appreciate it a lot. Thank you so much.
2: Absolutely, my pleasure. This was so much fun, and thank you so much for having me. Yeah,
0: maybe we'll do some episodes in the future as well.
2: Yeah, for sure. time, yeah. <laughs> pleasure
1: all
0: right thank you so much bye bye have a great day
1: you too bye